Welcome to the Herbs with Rosalie podcast, a show exploring how herbs heal as medicine, as food, and through nature connection. I'm your host, Rosalie de la Forêt. I'm an herbalist teacher and the best-selling author of the books Alchemy of Herbs and Wild Remedies. I created this podcast to share trusted herbal wisdom so that you can get the best results when relying on herbs for your health. I love offering up practical knowledge to help you dive deeper into the world of medicinal plants and seasonal living. My goal is that you'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to start working with herbs in your everyday life. Each episode of the podcast is available on my Herbs with Rosalie YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast app. Transcripts and recipes for each episode can be found at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. To get the latest news as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my weekly herbal newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea. Let's dive in. Red clover tea has so many benefits. The red clover plant, also known as Trifolium pratense, is a lovely herb to grow in the garden. The bees love the sweet nectar, and you will love having a beautiful plant that's a wonderful herb for menopause support, healthy skin, and even coughs, right at your fingertips. In this episode, I will show you how to make red clover tea for the most benefits. I'll also share exactly how red clover is an herb for menopause support and whether or not other clovers besides Trifolium prantans can be worked with in a similar way. Red clover has been a favorite herb of folk herbalists for many years, playing a prominent role in many Western herbal formulas, notably the Trifolium compound of the eclectic herbalists, the Hoxie formula, and Essiac. While it was traditionally used as an alternative and anti-cancer herb, in more recent years, red clover has made the headlines due to its gift as an herb for menopause support. Before we go any further, let's make sure we're talking about the same plant. Red clover, or Trifolium pratense, is one of many clovers. It's a member of the pea family and is native to Europe and North Africa, but it's become naturalized in many places across the globe, including North and South America. It's an herbaceous plant that can grow as an annual or a short-lived perennial. Red clover grows one to two feet in height from a central crown. The leaves have three parts, which is called trifoliate, and have a lightly colored crescent or chevron on each little leaflet. The flower heads of trifolium pratense are light pink to purple in color and contain the familiar flower parts of the fabaceae, including the banner, wings, and keel. The flowers are grouped together in a dense head called an inflorescent and are often visited by native humblebees. The root is a single taproot that's not traditionally used in herbal medicine. It's important to be able to identify Trifolium pratense specifically because we don't have historic or clinical evidence of other clovers like white clover or crimson clover being used in similar ways as red clover. There have actually been a couple of studies showing that there's a significant difference in individual chemical constituents of various clovers, meaning that other types of clover probably do not substitute for the actions of red clover or Trifolium pratense. Do you have experience with red clover tea benefits? I'd love to hear about it in the comments on YouTube or on the official podcast page, herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. Your comments mean a lot to me. I love cultivating a community of kind-hearted, plant-loving folks. Plus, it's always interesting and insightful to hear the experiences of other plant lovers out there. And you never know, your suggestion may also help others. Okay, let's dive in. Red Clover Energetics. 
sweet, cooling, and tasty, Red Clover offers us both food and medicine all wrapped up in a pretty package. It's rich in nutrients, including minerals like calcium, magnesium, and potassium. It also has many polyphenols and phytoestrogens. Because of its nutrient density, red clover is commonly recommended as a preventive remedy to maintain health. Red clover as an alternative. One of red clover's most prominent gifts is as an alternative herb. The alternative action is one of the most important and quite honestly, most interesting of all the herbal actions. As a result, alternatives are often some of our most reached for herbs. Their gifts and effectiveness don't come from this like heavy handed approach that simply suppresses unwanted symptoms, but rather from their ability to support all the amazing things that your body already does. The definition for alternative varies widely, ranging from altering a person towards health to the historic concept of addressing bad blood. Older herbal literature often describes bad blood as an indication for alternative herbs, with specific issues being skin diseases such as eczema and psoriasis, chronic inflammation, chronic infections, skin ulcers, and glandular swellings. I define alternatives as herbs that help the body eliminate metabolic wastes. Our bodies naturally perform elimination actions every day and even every moment and alternative herbs can further assist that process. In other words, alternative herbs help your body to do all the amazing and powerful things it can already do. They can help restore liver function, move stagnant lymph, and promote digestion. Your body is wise. It knows how to function and how to heal, but it also can use a helping hand from time to time, and alternative herbs do just that. Red clover is often paired with other alternative herbs like burdock, dandelion nettle, and yellow dock. Red clover especially shines in supporting skin health. Herbalists use it to address acne, blemishes, inflammation, and rashes. It can also gently move the lymph and was historically used for scrofula, a disease of lymphatic swellings related to a form of tuberculosis. Red clover offers us a glimpse into a different healing paradigm that's typically found in Western society. In Western medicine, it's more common for pharmaceutical drugs to be used to alter someone's physiology in a suppressive way. For example, proton pump inhibitors, or PPIs, suppress stomach acid. Many allergy medicines suppress histamine. Steroids suppress inflammation. These types of drugs aren't designed to help your body work better, they're designed to chemically suppress something. Many times they do offer temporary relief, but without ever addressing the root cause of the issue. As a result, doctors often prescribe these medications with the intention that the person will have to rely on them long-term, which in many cases simply isn't safe. Many times people wonder if an herb works as well as a pharmaceutical. My response is almost always that you simply can't compare the two. Herbs are deeply healing and transformative if you know how to work with them well. If you'd like to know how to work with herbs holistically to support your health from the ground up, then definitely check out my free training, How to Use Herbs to Transform Your Health to Get More Energy and Vitality Without Expensive Supplements or a Restrictive Elimination Diet. You can access this free training at herb-training.com or visit the show notes. Red clover as an herb for menopause support and more. There's a lot of controversy surrounding red clover and whether or not it offers menopause support. 
So let's dive into this a bit deeper. First, let's discuss estrogen. Estrogen is a natural hormone found in all genders. It's important for bone growth, blood clotting, and reproduction. The amount of estrogen produced in the bodies is tightly regulated through biochemical pathways. However, in modern times, these pathways are being infiltrated by imposters. Xenoestrogens are a type of endocrine disruptor that wreaks havoc on natural hormones by mimicking estrogen. By binding or blocking our natural estrogen, they can increase the total amount of estrogen, resulting in a hormone imbalance of estrogen dominance. Unfortunately, xenoestrogens are increasingly common and can be found in skincare products like parabens, in containers and plastics like BPA and phthalates, and even in artificial colorings of foods like FD&C, red number three, etc. So while limiting estrogens is important, there's more that you can do. Red clover is high in phytoestrogens, which is a diverse group of compounds found in many different food plants, including seeds, grains, and beans. Regularly eating foods and herbs high in phytoestrogens can block xenoestrogens from your estrogen receptor sites. Imagine a large table with many seats. When your natural estrogen and phytoestrogens are sitting at the table, there's simply not enough room for uninviting guests, such as xenoestrogens. Red clover has long been a favorite herb for supporting healthy hormones for various stages of life, including as an herb for menopause support. Herbalists commonly recommend red clover for hormonal imbalances, including infertility and premenstrual syndrome, PMS symptoms, especially sore breasts. Trifolium prantans is especially favored for menopausal symptoms, such as vaginal dryness, osteoporosis, and hot flashes. Numerous studies have demonstrated that isoflavone extracts of red clover have beneficial effects in postmenopause. A double-blinded crossover study in 2020 showed that fermented red clover extract had a positive benefit on skeletal muscle in early postmenopausal women. One 12-week trial showed that people taking red clover leaves had significantly fewer menopausal symptoms than those taking a placebo. Numerous studies, including a meta-analysis, have shown extracts of red clover to be safe and effective for hot flashes in particular. In the future, I'd love to see human clinical trials performed using the whole herb rather than these isolated extracts. Red clover as an herb for menopausal support has many applications. For example, a couple of studies have been shown it to be helpful for heart health. One study showed that supplementation of red clover can support heart health by reducing vascular inflammation in early postmenopausal women. Another study showed that the herbal combination with the extracts of red clover and hops appeared to be effective in the protection of endothelial function against oxidative stress and estrogen depletion. Phytoestrogens from many plants and herbs are considered beneficial for menopausal support. One review in 2021 looked at a variety of studies regarding phytoestrogen-containing plants, including red clover, and concluded, the use of phytoestrogens is a safe, low-risk option compared to hormone therapy. Red clover benefits and cancer. Red clover has been used for people with cancer for at least 100 years. In recent years, there's been some controversy surrounding red clover with questions regarding its safety. Does red clover act against cancer cells or does it promote cancer cells? Recent studies have confirmed trifolium prantans as a traditional use as an anti-cancer 
herb. The American Herbal Pharmacopoeia's Red Clover monograph states, there is no in vivo evidence to suggest that red clover specifically or phytoestrogen supplementation generally increases cancer risk in humans. In contrast, there's a plethora of data demonstrating cancer preventive effects of phytoestrogens overall. In fact, a three-year study with people who had a family history of breast cancer showed that taking red clover isoflavones is safe and well-tolerated, and that breast density, skeletal strength, heart health, and uterine health weren't adversely affected. Another important study showed that using red clover alongside some positive lifestyle changes were shown to be clinically safe to contrast menopausal symptoms in premenopausal patients with hormone-sensitive breast cancer who are receiving tamoxifen. There's also been some promising in vitro studies using the isoflavone extracts of red clover, including studies for breast cancer and prostate cancer. Red clover tea benefits for coughs. Red clover is a mildly antispasmodic herb that was historically used for children with dry spasmodic coughing, including whooping cough. When using red clover for dry spasmodic coughs, I recommend combining it with other moistening herbs like marshmallow root, plantain, linden, and violet. Red clover for insulin resistance and type two diabetes. While admittedly more information is needed, it's hypothesized that red clover could be an important herb for people with insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. This is because red clover can down-regulate chronic inflammation, increase insulin sensitivity, and support healthy cholesterol levels. Safety considerations for red clover. Before I share my recipe for red clover tea, let's discuss safety. The first consideration is making sure you have excellent quality red clover. Unfortunately, there's a lot of poor quality red clover on the market. If possible, harvest and dry your own to get the best quality. Because it can mold quickly, I recommend harvesting at its peak and then drying it in just a single layer. If you live in a humid environment, then a dehydrator may be the best drying method. If you purchase red clover, make sure you get freshly dried tops that have a vibrant color. The American Herbal Pharmacopeia monograph warns us, much of the commercial red clover on the market consists of inflorescences that are more brown in color than red, indicating suboptimal harvest, handling, drying, or storage conditions. All that's to say, avoid red clover that is brown or has a powdery mildew on its leaves. Here's some other safety considerations. If you have or have had estrogen receptor positive cancer, then talk to your herbalist before working with red clover. There has been some concern that red clover may thin the blood, but this seems to be a concern for red clover that's fermented or not properly dried. Red clover has not been established as safe during pregnancy and lactation. And there's one case study that may show a possible interaction with high doses of methotrexate. Red clover tea benefits. Red clover makes a wonderful tea, and that's my favorite way to enjoy it. Also, because red clover is a nutrient-dense herb, it's best extracted with water. It's often enjoyed as a nourishing herbal infusion using one ounce of dry herb infused in a quart of just boiled water. I like to combine it with other herbs for a super nutrient-dense packed tea to support heart health, bone health, and promote radiant skin. The ingredients for this tea are 10 grams dried red clover leaves and flowers, 10 grams dried nettle leaf, 
10 grams dried oat straw and three cups of water. To make this tea, place the herbs in a quart jar or something similar, boil the water and then pour it over the herbs, stirring well. Cover it, then let it stand for four to eight hours, then strain it. You can drink as desired within 24 hours. I like it cool, but you can gently warm it if you prefer that. You can also add a sweetener of your choice. This long steeping time combined with a good dosage of the herbs mean that you're getting lots and lots of nutrients in that brew. You can drink this practically every day for the best effects or as desired. Don't miss out on your free printable recipe card for red clover tea. If you're watching on YouTube, then you can click the link in the video description. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you can go directly to the show notes at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. Also in the video description and show notes, I've included other helpful links like where you can buy red clover as well as both of my books. If you enjoyed this video on red clover tea benefits and you value trusted herbal information, then I hope you'll stick around. The best way to get started is to subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. One of the best ways to retain and fully understand something you've just learned is to share it in your own words. With that in mind, I invite you to share your takeaways with me and the entire Herbs with Rosalie community. You can leave comments on my YouTube channel, on the herbswithrosaliepodcast.com show notes page, or simply hit reply to my Wednesday email. I read every comment that comes in, and I'm excited to hear your herbal thoughts about trifolium pratense and red clover tea benefits as an herb for menopausal support. I deeply believe that this world needs more herbalists and plant-centered folks, and I'm so glad that you're here as part of this herbal community. Also, a big round of thanks to the people all over the world who make this podcast happen week to week. Nicole Paul is the project manager who oversees the whole operation from guest outreach to writing show notes to actually uploading each episode and so many other things I don't even know. She really holds this whole thing together. Francesca is our fabulous video and audio editor. She not only makes listening more pleasant, she also adds beauty to the YouTube videos with plant images and video overlays. Tatiana Rusikova is the botanical illustrator who creates gorgeous plant and recipe illustrations for us. I love them. I know that you do too. Christy edits the recipe cards and then Jenny creates them as well as the thumbnail images for YouTube. Michelle is the tech wizard behind the scenes and Karen is our student services coordinator and customer support. For those of you who like to read along, Jennifer is who creates the transcripts each week. Xavier, my handsome French husband, is the cameraman and website IT guy. It takes an herbal village to make it all happen, including you. Okay, you've lasted to the very end of the show, which means you get a gold star and this herbal tidbit. I mentioned that it's great to grow red clover in your garden because it's lovely for pollinators and because you can harvest your own high quality red clover. But there's another reason to grow this gorgeous plant. Various trifolium species are commonly used as cover crops in farms and gardens because as a member of the pea family, it fixes nitrogen in the soil, it can break up heavy clay soils, and it provides organic biomass that can be plowed in to improve the soil. So if you're a gardener, consider growing a rotating row of red clover in your garden and harvesting the flowers before digging the plant back into the earth. With its fresh pink blooms and nutrient-rich profile, red clover is a joy to grow, harvest, 
and to make medicine with. Enjoy. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.